Hi, I'm Ella O'Neill, and today I'm with Kate Graham and Emerson McKinney. Before we start our podcast today, we would like to give a large shout out to everyone dealing with COVID-19. Our thoughts are with you at this time. We know these times are hard, but we're going to get through them together. We hope to see you in the fall, Mr. Habercorn. We came together today to discuss the endangerment of bees within America and how that affects the economy. Before we get started today, I would like to give a quick shout out to Hope Joyce and Lauren Mullins on their incredibly intriguing podcast about COVID-19 and how it affects small businesses and Owen Mees and Paul Spencer, who created an amazing podcast talking about the economics of traveling during COVID-19. So, Kate, to start off, could you give us a little background on bees and their endangerment in the United States? Yes, Emerson. You may be wondering, why are those insects that sting us so important? Bees are one of our main sources of pollinating. According to the Public Interest Research Group in regards to bees, us humans actually rely on bees to pollinate 71 out of 100 crops, which provides 90% of our food resource, according to the ban bee-killing pesticides. Pollination is extremely important as well because without it, new seeds will not be created for new plants. Well, how do bees pollinate? Good question, Ella. Pollination occurs when a bee flies to a flower and they get nectar by the stickiness of their furry back. They then will fly to another plant and some of that nectar will fall off onto the new plant's stigma. What's the stigma? The stigma of a plant is covered in a waxy, sticky substance which captures pollen from a different plant. The stigma is the main reproductive part of the plant. Oh, cool. Yeah, so the main point of pollination is the creation of new seeds which creates new plants. Bees are the main helper in order for this process to work. The sad part in America is that bees are extremely endangered. The reason for this is a certain pesticide some people use to make their lawns look nicer or for their plants to grow quicker. This pesticide called Propoxer is extremely harmful to honeybees. In fact, it is the main reason bees are endangered. Aren't there beekeepers that take care of the bees? Indeed there are. However, the way beekeepers make money is through the honey the bees produce. Beekeepers are also forced to make the decision of either increasing the cost of their honey brand, for example, the beekeepers naturals, due to the shortage of honeybees, or to take the risk of lowering their price of honey in order for customers' demand to increase in favor of their brand. This displays the law of demand and how that can affect the beekeepers' businesses. Due to this, many of their customers will choose the cheaper grocery store brand of honey to save money. This demonstrates the substitution effect. Well, how are the beekeepers dealing with this? According to Elizabeth Christian on Eyewitness News, Ella, Many beekeepers have been forced to quit their jobs and businesses of honey because they cannot make profit if they decrease their selling price. Further, because beekeepers spend most of the year preparing to sell their bees honey in summer, they lose large amounts of money because, as we know, we are losing bees every day. The inefficiency of this problem all begins with pesticide usage. The beekeepers become inefficient with their selling because they have to raise the price of their honey. So don't even get me started if bees become extinct in America. Yeah, Kate. Without bees, America would be in some serious trouble. Bees are essential to almost everyone in the United States as they provide vegetables and other crops, which are then used to feed livestock. So when it comes down to it, bees provide almost everything we eat. In fact, according to the Beyond Pesticides Organization, one in three bites of food someone eats is a product of a bee. 
So what would happen if there were no bees? Well, unfortunately, the decline in America is becoming very intense. So the odds of bees going completely extinct is actually quite high. If all the bees died out, we would have very little to eat. And all your favorite foods would be different because so many ingredients would be missing or even altered. My favorite food is kiwi. Could that one day be affected? Sad to say, Kate, but yes. Because bees pollinate outdoors, many of our favorite fruits and vegetables are first to be affected, along with direct byproducts of the bee, like honey and beeswax. Along with all that is also the loss of complementary goods relating to bees, like honey wands, teas, and even glass jars. Well, that doesn't sound too bad. We would just have to find other things to eat. Well, unfortunately, Emerson, that's where you're wrong again. With so many fruits and vegetables missing, the world could be in danger, according to BBC and bee expert Maddie Moite. Without bees, supermarkets would fill half the normal amount of fruits and vegetables they normally have. They most likely would not be able to sustain our huge global population of 7 billion people. There could be famine and death in low-income countries and states. Although food is already a scarce resource, with the extinction of bees, so much food would be lost that the scarcity would increase extremely significantly. Wow, that sounds terrible. Gosh. Yeah, Kate, it really is. This creates an interesting point about rational decision-making, though. People often don't think before they shop. Going to the store to p pick up a few vegetables and some honey isn't something someone usually thinks about for more than a few seconds. If shoppers made more rational decisions relating to bees while shopping, like trying to use less chemicals or planting plants specifically made to help bees, there's still a possibility to save the bees. Yeah, that's good to hear. I hope I can help so we can still have adequate food sources. Good to hear, Emerson. The problem unfortunately goes a lot deeper than the environment. The economy around bees and food sources can also be greatly affected. Yeah, Ella, bees are a crucial part of our economy. It is said that the value of pollination by bees is estimated at around $16 billion in the U.S. alone. That is an absurd amount of money. Although bees may be small in size, they play a big role in the food market. Without them, many fruits, vegetables, and nuts would not be able to be made. In fact, 100% of almond crops rely on pollination from bees to survive. Those crops' values are estimated at 2.84 billion dollars. This makes bees' economical value in relation to almonds about 2 billion dollars. Interestingly enough, while bees are most well known for their production of honey, they are also major contributors to the candle, beeswax, and cosmetic industries. I love my beeswax lip balm though. They have also made the United States a lot of money by exporting it to other countries. In 2011, alone, we exported over 2 million kilograms of honey, valuing at $7,266,334. Wow, that is crazy. Many don't understand both the economical and agricultural importance of bees and pollination. They are very valuable in both nature and in the market. Not only is their honey a delicious treat for many, but the pollination that they do makes fruits and vegetables more accessible for consumers. Because of this, bees can have a huge effect on many jobs. Just some would be chefs and restaurant owners, grocery stores, farmers, and beekeepers. How could such a little insect have an effect on so many jobs? Well, let's start with restaurants and chefs. If bees aren't able to pollinate as much as they are right now, 
many of the goods that they help make more accessible will become harder to get and probably more costly. This could ruin a restaurant. When thinking of this in relation to the circular flow model, without bees, chefs or the labor of the model wouldn't be able to provide the market with the supplies that they need. When they don't provide, the people don't get what they want, which messes up the whole idea of a circular flow model. That would be horrible as the owner of a restaurant to not be able to do anything about your business while it falls apart. I know, it's just horrible. And it could be just as bad for grocery stores. They, just like the restaurant owners, could be given less accessibility to fruits, vegetables, and nuts, resulting in less money coming in for those stores. Yeah, Emerson, I agree with you completely. It can be really sad to see so many small business owners going through that just because of a little bug. It's also really tough to see America in this state, but we surely would hate to lose the bees, wouldn't we? Of course we would, Ella. Without bees, we would be in some serious trouble environmentally, and as a result of that, even economically. We have to come together to help the bees. That would save our environment and save our agricultural economy. Yeah, here are a few things you can do to try to personally impact the bees. You can go pesticide free for your plants, create a local home for bees, and also remember to make the trade-off buying the beekeepers brands of honey. Because in the long run, you'll be helping to save the bees. Make sure to visit thehoneybeeconservatory.org for more helpful tips. Thank you all for listening to our podcast today. And remember to do all you can do to help the bees, the environment, and with that, our agricultural economy. Hey, Ella, want to hear a joke? Sure. What do bees wear to the beach? What? A, a bikini!